This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com So here we are. We spent two days in the shul. 48 hours. I don't think there's any 48-hour period throughout the Jewish calendar that we spend so much time in the Beis HaKnesses. We're focused on tshuva. We're focused on coronating HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then out of left field, we have Sam Gedalia. I thought we're done with that. We already had Shabbat we had the three weeks, we had the Beinam Atzarim, we had Tisha B'Av. Not only that, we so had it that Hashem consoled us for seven weeks. So now we're focused on Shuva, and then all of a sudden after Rosh Hashanah, we have Tzayim Gedalia. I thought we're done with that part of the calendar. Where did Tzayim Gedalia come from? That belongs to a different period of the year. Haven't we moved past that? What is the connection between Sam Gedalia, following Rosh Hashanah, and heading into Yom Kippurim? Amazingly, Kabbalistically, and we're just, just to get a little bit of a flavor and a little bit of a taste, there is a very strong connection between the Midas Hadin that was exhibited on Rosh Hashanah and Sam Gedalia. There's an idea that Midas Hadin emanates from Eloi Kim, Aleph Lamid, Hey, followed by Yud and Mem. Okay, five letters. Those five letters, Megala Amukas, Megala Amukas, Rav Nasin Nata Shapiro, he was a contemporary of the Bach. He was a rabbi in the city of Krakow. And he is someone that it says on his grave, he had Giloy Eliyahu Panim El Panim. He writes in his 224th explanation for the second Pasuk of Parshas Vazchanan. You know, he wrote 252 explanations for the second Pasuk of Vazchanan. He wrote 1,000 explanations for the small Aleph of Ayikra. We don't have it. We have nine of them. Where the other 991 are, can't tell you. Megal Mukois writes that the name Elohim, which was exhibited on Rosh Hashanah, Aleph Lamed Hey, followed by if broken up further in something called Miloy, where you take the letter and you spell it out completely, so the Aleph would be spelled Aleph Lamed Pei, the Lamed spelled Lamed Mem Dalet, the Hey, Hey Hey, the Yud, Yud Vav Dalet, and so forth, you get 13 more letters. So you got that? You have five letters on top, Aleph Lamed Hey. Yud, followed by Mem. It's always good to hear this at the end of a Tainus. Followed by 13 letters of Miloy. Then you take those 13 letters of Miloy and you are, you spell them out. And you get another 34 letters. 5, 13, 34. That's Gedalia. Gedalia is Hey, 5. Yud Gimel, 13. Lamedalad, 34. All Elements of Midas Hadin are in full display on Sam Gedal in the aftermath of Rosh Hashanah without a shoifar to sweeten the Midas Hadin. And that is why, amazingly, Sam Gedal is exactly, you, you take 5 and 13 and 34, that adds up to 52. Sam Gedal is exactly 52 days after Tisha B'Av. That's just the beginning of the Megal Amukais uncovering a small degree of the depth of Sam Gedalia. But we want to understand on a very simple level, what is the connection between Sam Gedalia and Rosh Hashanah? We'll try to offer a few approaches. It's very good to be righteous. It's very good to have saintliness. It's good to be a tzaddik. It's not good to be 
too much of a tzaddik. Al tihi tzaddik says. Righteousness needs boundaries, needs borders. Here you have a guy. So he's very inspired with Rosh Hashanah. So he says that he's going to get up early, he's going to say the whole Tehillim. So he starts at Alois HaShachar, and he's saying the whole Tehillim. By the time he's done, he missed the Zman Krishma. He missed the Zman Tefillah. So he's very righteous, he's just not very learned. Le'am ha'aretz chassid. An unlearned person cannot really be righteous. One's righteousness is limited by one's education. So we sit in shul on Rosh Hashanah for two days straight. As they say, talis ibr in cup, the talis is over your head, and you feel very holy, and you feel very righteous. Don't forget to have your feet landed on the ground. Remember what happened to Gedalia? Somebody told you, you know, Gedalia, somebody wants to kill you. No, chas v'shalma, I can't listen to Lashon Hara. I'm not, okay, I understand you're not allowed to believe it, but maybe you should be suspicious, maybe you should be concerned, maybe don't go down the block that Yishmael lives on. No, I can't even allow the sound waves of Lashon Hara to hear my ear, hit my eardrums. So Gedalia was what we call excessively righteous. He was Tzadik Harbei. He didn't realize, he didn't recognize the halacha that even though Lashon Hara, you're not allowed to believe, but you have to be concerned for it. You have to be righteous, but you can't be foolish. The lesson of Tzim Gedali in the aftermath of Rosh Hashanah is after spending two days in the Beis HaKnesses, engrossed in Tefillah, engrossed in Kedusha, realize and recognize al Tahit Sadik Harbei. There always has to be a modicum of balance between righteousness and practicality, and being smart, and knowing what the halacha is. That's a very basic approach to why Tzayim Gedalia follows Rosh Hashanah. Toysus Masech the Megillah and Aflamad Aleph brings that there are 12 very important weeks of the year, very important haftoyras of the, of the year. What we call Shalosh de Paranusa, three weeks of punishment, Shiva Dinachemta, seven weeks of consolation, and Tarti Ditiyufta, two weeks of Tshuva. Which is an amazing thing. That means that today, Asar Simei Tshuva, what are we doing Tshuva for? What are we repenting for? We always have to connect it back to the root of our problem. We had three weeks of punishment, Taisa says. Dashach, Divrei Yirmiyahu, Shimu Dvar Hashem, Chazoin Yishayo Ben Amait. Those are three weeks of punishment commemorating Chorben Beis Hamikdash. So we should do tshuva right away. No, we can't do tshuva right away. Do tshuva right away. We're so beaten down, we're so crushed, we're so demoralized that before we're able to do tshuva, the Rebbeinu Shem has to breathe life into us. The Rebbeinu Shem has to comfort us. God has to give us encouragement. So he gives us seven weeks of consolation. And after seven weeks of consolation, you know, the last week of consolation took us right up to Rosh Hashanah. The Haftoira of Parshas Nitzavim was sois osis Bashem. We're still getting consolation a few days before Rosh Hashanah. And we're, when we're properly consoled, then we could start doing tshuva. But what are we doing tshuva for? We're doing tshuva for the Averos that brought about Chorben Beis HaMikdash. We still have to keep in mind, we still have to remember that we're not just doing tshuva for 
personal averos for something that we may have slipped up on on a personal level. We always have to go back to the beginning of the 12-week process. The 12-week process began with Shavasabhatamas. That was the last time I was here. And then it continued with Tishabav. And then we had seven weeks of consolation. But at the end of the day, even after Rosh Hashanah, we have a little reminder with Sam Gedalia what we're doing tshuva for. We're doing tshuva for the Averos that brought about the cycle of Chorban Beis HaMikdash. And whatever caused the Chorban, that is what our focus is in terms of doing tshuva. Another very important idea when it comes to Tzayim Gedalia. So Gedalia led a very small she'eris of a small community that remained in Eretz Yisrael, that were not exiled to Babylon, that were not exiled to Egypt. And he is what the Rambam refers to as the last ember, the last coal that remained, the last settlement in the land of Israel. What would have happened if Gedalia was not assassinated in that 70-year period between Bayez Rishon and Bayez We know we had 410 years of the first Beis HaMikdash. We had 420 years of the second Beis HaMikdash. There were 70 years in between. Had Gedalia not been assassinated, we would have had one long, contiguous period of 900 years. And you know what that would have meant? The Navi Chagai says, It's missing a hay. And the Gemara Numa Darshins, the second Beis HaMikdash, was missing a lot of the glory and the majesty of the, of the first Beis HaMikdash. There was no Arain. There was no Urim Batumim. There was no Eishmin HaShamayim. There was no Divine Presence. There was no Shechina. There was no Ruach HaKodesh. Why is that? Because there was an interruption between Bayis Rishon and Bayis why was there an interruption between Bayez Rish and Bayesheni? Because Gedalia was assassinated. Had he not been assassinated, instead of having 410 and then later 420, we would have had 900 glorious years of a Beis Hamikdash with the Shechina, with the Urim Betumim, with Ruach HaKodesh. And we never would have had that great downward spiral that we experienced during Bayesheni. So the assassination of Gedalia caused an interruption between one period of Kedusha and another period of Kedusha. That's the function of Tzayim Gedalia. We just sat in Shul for 48 hours. We probably reached high levels of Kedusha. We probably made commitments to ourselves to be better in the upcoming year, to be more committed, to be more dedicated, to be more meticulous. We now have seven days in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom HaKippurim. If those seven days will be like the 70 years in between Bayis Risha and Bayis and when we come to Yom Kippur, we're going to have to start all over again, our Yom Kippur will be lacking in the glory that we're able to achieve on Yom Kippur. The function of Tzayim Gedalia is to ensure that the seven days in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom HaKippurim will not turn into the 70 years between Bayez Rishon and Bayez And if we're able to remember the importance of continuity, of non-interruption, 
of that in the realm of Kedusha, much of Kedusha that is generated is when we're able to be consistent without interruption, without distraction. Then we could ensure that the days in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur will be one contiguous period of ten days of tshuva that Bezus Hashem will grant us the opportunity for a slicha, the chapara, and Bezus Hashem we shall be zoicha to a gemar chasima toiva and a year of good health, nachas, vimali Hashem, komesh ha'asin toiva. Thank you very much. Agut yar. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.